New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Hello again, Sal Licata here with another edition of WFAN Daily. It's been a lot of fun doing these things because I have a lot on my mind, and it gives me a little forum to vent what my frustrations may be without having Brandon Tierney, my partner, 10 a.m. to 2 a.m., rebut me. Or is that the right word? I don't know. Fight back against me, whatever it may be. So this is my little space right here. And what's been on my mind, and we talked about this actually during yesterday's show, and I think it's good for me to be able to get it out here to you on this Thursday edition of WFAN Daily, is that the Mets are going to be just fine. You know, I think the only time, as a matter of fact, that we discussed, you know, we're in the early process here of the WFA and Daily stuff. So the only time I think I've discussed the Mets, as a matter of fact, has been the breaking news edition when Yamamoto, uh, you know, came to terms with the Dodgers or agreed to sign with the Dodgers, whatever it may be. So we haven't really gotten into the Mets or Yankees with any depth yet here. Obviously, we do it on the show. It's a little different. But for now, I don't understand how Mets fans feel like their team should be doing more. It just doesn't compute with me because the moves aren't there to be made. The ones that were Otani, Yamamoto, the Mets were all in on. And guess what? Nothing they can do about it. Neither of those players really wanted the Mets. Yamamoto at least played the game and used the Mets, but he never really wanted them. So I can't fault King Cohen for going all in on Yamamoto, leaving it, as he said, all on the field, I can't fault him for that. Now, the pivot, if you will, is no good. Do you really want Blake Snell? Like, you're just throwing money out there because you have it, and you're trying to build a mid-team this year. Blake Snell is not going to make the Mets much different than what they are now. Now, they need an arm in the rotation. If you look over their roster right now, the active roster, it's not very good. They need an arm or two in the rotation, but there is no ace out there for the Mets to get. I'd like to maybe see them go after Jordan Montgomery. Don't know if they will. Who knows what the price is going to be. That would maybe be the one guy. Point is, though, in all this, and we can get into specific players, and we will, and what they need, but the point is, you have to believe in Steve. And you have to trust their process and let the facts determine how you feel about this team. Facts are they went all in to get Yamamoto. They didn't get him, but it's not because of anything they could control. In years past, you'd be calling, yelling, screaming, tweeting, blaming ownership. Oh, how come they're not in on this guy? Or how come they're not in on that guy? Well, now you have an owner that is in on all the big guys. And he's not just going to make a move, coupled with Stearns now, who's one of the smartest people in baseball. They're not going to make moves just to make a move. That would be the wrong thing. So for once, you are actually seeing the organization run the way that it should be run. When the best, biggest, baddest players, most expensive players are made available, they are going to inquire they have on almost every one that has been available since Steve Cohen has taken over. I'm not talking about via trade for now. Eventually, that'll be in play too, but not right now. I'm talking about free agents. They landed Scherzer. They landed Verlander. They would have been in on Otani if he wanted to come east. They were in on Yamamoto. 
They're in on all the big, high-ticket guys. They will be in on Soto next year. I have no reason to believe that they won't be. They've extended their own. Remember last year was, oh, they're going to lose this guy. They're going to lose that guy. They brought them all back. Nemo, Diaz, and so on. So I'm not sure what more you need to see to believe in Steve and trust this process other than the results, which will be the last thing to come. You can't just get to the finish line. You have to put the work in, build the foundation. You don't build the roof of the house first. You build the foundation. Well, they're building the foundation. They've been building the foundation since Steve Cohen took over, doing it in ways that you don't even know about. The lower levels of the organization, putting in the you know the pitching machine or whatever the hell it is, and investing in the minor league level, investing in coaching and player development, where instead of having one coach that they used to have, now they have three or four for try you know to try to develop the young players. Not to mention that King Cohen last year, when he realized their initial plan wasn't working, he changed course, paid money to have guys go away that was sunken cost anyway with Scherzer and Verlander to get prospects back. Like, it's brilliant. It's innovative. It hasn't been done before. The way I will say it, and this is, I don't know if I've ever said this on the air. I'll give you a little piece of information here. The way it was told to me last year by somebody in the organization was that if you were buying stock, you should buy stock in the New York Mets. They're doing things and willing to do things that just haven't been done before. And whether that's with the resources that Steve Cohen has, whatever it may be, and you saw a little bit of that at the trade deadline, right, where he paid those guys to go away, but it's just not something that's been done. Usually teams either trade prospects for the guys that they want to help them get over the top in the postseason or dump salary to shed salary. And the Mets did the the reverse. They dump guys by paying them to go away to buy the prospects. I mean, it was a brilliant move by Steve Cohen and the Mets. So if you're looking at this organization and actually sift through the weeds, forget the result last year, forget the fact that Buck Showalter no longer here, you know, comes and goes. Billy Epler no longer here, comes and goes. Forget all that. Look at what is actually going on in the infrastructure of this organization, and I'm telling you that the results will come. It's changing before our very eyes. Believe in Steve. It will be a combination of both smarts, discipline, guts, and finances. And I'm not sure how you can find a better combination for success. Now, I get that it's hot air until the success actually happens. But I would believe in this process. And I would buy stock, like was told to me. I would buy stock in this team, in the way that they operate. Based off of all the facts that we have in front of us. The way that Steve Cohen is operating. You could look at it and say, oh, you need to do more. No. it's. Do you really think that Steve Cohen didn't want DeGrom, do you really think that Steve Cohen, or excuse me, do you really think that Steve Cohen wanted DeGrom but lost out on him? No, the issue was that he didn't want him at the price that he went for. Do you really think Steve Cohen wants Blake Snell but isn't going to get him? No, the, the answer is they don't want Blake Snell. They don't believe he's worth the investment. 
You don't just invest to invest. If you have money, endless money, are you just going to throw it all away at certain stocks? Or are you going to say, no, you know what? I like this stock. That's where I'm going to invest my money. That's what King Cohen is doing. Yes, he has the richest payroll in the sport and the richest owner in the sport. But he's not going to invest in anything. You've got to make smart investments. That's what got him to the point that he's at in his life, in his career. So why wouldn't he continue to do that? And by the way, I would say that Verlander and Scherzer were good investments at the time. You're investing in known commodities. Okay, they're older, sure, and you're paying a lot for them, but it was a short time period, and you're investing in what were known commodities. It didn't work out. He's learned from it. Now he's going to be looking to invest in younger players, whether that's players that come up through the farm system, whether it's free agents like Yamamoto was, maybe the next player to come from Japan that's younger. The Mets will make smart investments. But more than half the battle is having an owner that is willing to go all in and that is willing to ex- to, to extend himself to spend as much money as possible to put all his resources into the team. Like, that's all that you can ask for as a fan is to have an owner that is willing to do whatever it takes to build a winner and put his resources into the team and prioritize winning. Steve Cohen has done that from day one, not just at the big league level, at every level of the organization. I understand the results have not been there but one year where they won 101 games, okay? And even that year was a disappointment, getting swept by the Braves, blowing the division, losing in the postseason in the first round to the Padres. I understand that. But the results will follow as long as he continues to prioritize winning, invest in the team, and be smart. And now, for the first time, he's actually got the president that he's been chasing. They had Alderson, who I liked Alderson, but he made some mistakes, and I don't think he was the right fit for what Cohen's trying to do. You know, Alderson, a little more old school. I know the Moneyball stuff, but it just wasn't. The, Alderson made some mistakes. And look, he did some good things in his own right, obviously, throughout the course of his career, even his Mets tenure, getting in the World Series in 2015. But now, Cohen has the right guy. And then you could question Appler as well, coming over as a GM. And the Mets are always looking for a president. Now they have it in Stearns. He's the right guy. He's just getting going. Point is, I know it sucks losing Yamamoto. And I know a lot of us, myself included, said it's Yamamoto or bust this offseason. And it is, to a certain extent, as far as the splashy guys go. But it was the right move. And if you're paying attention to what the Mets are doing, building the farm, investing in the farm, being disciplined at the major league level, trying to build out a team. And by the way, there are more moves to be had here to complete this team this year that should be a team that can contend for a playoff spot. I'm not asking them much here. I'm not asking a ton. They need to make more moves. They will. They'll get a third baseman. They'll get a DH. They'll get an outfielder, or at least two of the three. They'll get another starting pitcher or two. Not going to be a top guy, but it's going to be a, a smart move that'll help make them better. But all you can ask is that the owner does whatever he can to prioritize winning. And he's done that every single day that he's been here. You got to be patient. I know it sucks. Been a long time, 1986, a long time ago. But be patient and believe in Steve. The Mets will be just fine.
That does it for today's edition of WFN Daily. Check back throughout the course of the day for other podcasts that are uploaded on this feed, whether it be stuff from my show with BT, the morning uh, morning show with Boomer and Geo, Evan and Tiki. We have a lot of stuff coming for you in this feed, but we'll have a fresh episode for you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. We'll see you then.